Hello, I'm Shane. Ah, Shane! Shane. Shane! Shane! And I'm your recapper, Shane. Welcome to Harken Back. Stunned and fractured by their traumatic mineshaft misadventure, the agents of repair looked ahead to an ominous horizon. But the clouds above owned and transcended their usual metaphor, bearing both visage and purpose. You hear the rumblings of thunder. You see all these these rolling thunderclouds and booming thunder every couple of minutes. And after one of the booms of thunder, you think you see a shadow move across one of the clouds. Almost like this, this huge figure just walking through the clouds. You see sparks of of lightning around its hand, and it throws these sparks of lightning, and you can hear and see lightning shatter across the sky all around you. They gathered themselves and held a funeral for the late Penelope, taking responsibility for their mistakes and beginning the restoration of their collective bond. I'd like to try to usher her on to the best of my ability. Yeah, I don't want her to be all alone in there. Do you have anything that we could use? Uh, you know, something that represents Penelope. Uh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Maybe just a bit of rope? I'll create a little, like, cushion of soil, and I'll and I'll lay this in a, in a horseshoe, and I will uh, begin to ritual cast ceremony. <clears throat> um, Penelope, the horse. Um... We barely knew you, but you're a nice horse. I'd like to think that in your final moments, you saw your options, and you knew what the risks were, and still you you rode heroically into that fiery tunnel. But I know that's not true. You did not choose to be a hero. We made you do it. I saw it to it personally, that you were put in harm's way. The world demanded a hero of you at a moment's notice and gave you no choice at all but to face your doom head on. And still, you rose to the occasion. This burgeoning family, this young girl and her unborn sibling, whatever joy they have in their lives they lead from here will be born of your steady stride into the blazing dark. May we all know such bravery on our way out. I'm like, Kelly kind of said it all, but I feel like it was kind of my fault. I'm supposed to improvise and it's supposed to work out, but sometimes it doesn't. He's right that I kind of asked this of you and you didn't get a say. He's also right that, and in turn, it saved people. And of course, if I could bring you out of that cave alive, I would. I'll just walk up to Kalek as he's bowed his head. I have tears just kind of like silently streaming down my face and I'll just reach out and grab his hand and squeeze it. Close my eyes and under my breath, uh, I say just into the ether, Penelope, wherever you are, 
I hope you're able to find uh, some of those purple carrots that you'd been so desperately seeking. I hope there are more of them where you're going. And you look and you see Alma standing there. You see Shreya. You see Flynn. Next to Flynn, you see a hooded figure. <laughs> Gray cloak. Off of the shoulders, ash floating off into the air. What? Oh my Head god. bowed, hands clasped in front of him. And for a moment you see him before he disappears and you wonder if he was even there. They marched their way to Direhand. And while the rain-soaked earth wore down the soles of their boots, there was some solace to be had in the success of their mission. To escort the half-orc family and their unborn child to safety. Some time. Gods wonder what might have happened if we weren't here to get them out of there. Yeah. They were going through the darkness either way. What, Helma? I see you looking at me. Nothing. Seeing this family reunited doesn't give you a little warm feeling. They didn't even say anything to us. They didn't even say thank you. They didn't even care. They're having a baby, Alma. What do you want to parade for you? But now it was time to turn their eyes back toward their own goals. Xavier was confined to Oakenspire's prison, and they were still miles away from the other side of Hayfried's portal. Lucky for our heroes, local crews were abandoning their jobs for mysterious reasons. So, the agents of repair were hired to man a cargo ship to the capital city. I'm going to find any crate that I can pick up. Same. <laughs> Same. Same. <laughs> not strong people. Okay. No. Captain McCready and Paston Broadhammer put them to work. But Timmy Flurd, the young deckhand, warned them of a cursed island. When you're out on the open sea, so they say, there's an island that appears, always accompanied by fog and strange weather. But sometimes, if you just look out into the horizon, you can barely see it. And then not but 48 hours later, it's gone. But, I mean, you'd just be sailing away, so wouldn't you just be gone because you sail away from it? It's an island that just appears and disappears. Never once to shy away from an adventure, Flynn and Shreya meditated to call the island toward them. Let's meditate at to get it to go away. Yes, that is exactly what we will be doing. What do we do? Pick a tone. Any tone. Uh... Whether by waves or magic, the boat shook and the party fell, returning to consciousness feeling different. You look down. What did you do, Flynn? What the bloody hell? <laughs> did you look you at your hands. Pull upon us. Bird hands. No way. Oh my, you wake up. You feel a heavy robe covering you. <laughs> you feel a you feel a stinging sensation all across your arm. Shreya, you can't feel your wings anymore. You're cold. You're very cold. You feel down. You don't have feathers anymore. You start speaking. You're Lips are moving. You have lips. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> As you look down and you see you are occupying the body of a young girl. Olma's <laughs> consciousness went to Kellek's body, Shreya's to Olma's, and Kellek's to Shreya's. Flynn remained himself. For once. The gang decided to continue on to Oakenspire, hoping to cure this bizarre happening through divine means. But Oakenspire was not an easy place to do business. Or really anything, for that matter. They're real sticklers for documentation at this point. It's a little bit of a fixation out here in Keldor. This paperwork. 
the Goliath man turns to the rest of the crew and sort of gives a, a gentle bow um, and says, I am Captain Barrett Hastel. I will be taking everyone's paperwork and making sure everything is in order. And he gets to Timmy Flurd. Timmy is shaking. Like, you can see him shaking. You can almost feel it in the, the wooden boards of the ship as he raises his head up, way up, to look at Captain Barrett. Um, you can see tears streaming down his face. Please, I, ju I just, I, ju I must have left them at somewhere at the other port. Well, looks like we have one of two things on our hands here, either a stowaway or a spy. The precedent set by Oric was no fluke, and the tragically unkempt Timmy was unceremoniously arrested. Out of their element in more ways than one, the party looked on helplessly as Timmy was dragged away in chains. Before you know it, Timmy is dragged down the dock, thrown onto the back of a cart, and is taken off into the crowd, and you can no longer see him, you can no longer hear him. They started their search based on the earlier recommendation made by Ernest Holopot, a red tiefling named Zeta Malakas. The word was she resided at the temple of Latio. This is very different than your temple, Kalik. Is this a temple? It is. Here. Yeah. They're dancing. Yeah. The new gods are uh, full of surprises. Huh. The undulating throng made for a difficult search, but the party had a good time dancing. Eventually, though, they were faced with the regrettable truth. I'm sorry. She was taken away. What do you mean? She was, ar she was arrested last week. What? What was she arrested for? I don't know. Uh, ha has she had a trial? Has she? Do you, do you know if she's just being kept? She hasn't had a trial yet. Are there not protections for the folk who work these temples? A little more leniency from the law? That's the thing, is they do. Is there a, a practitioner of the high arts here? Is that what you were looking for with Zeta? She just swept the floor. She, she did cleaning for the most part. So they went back to basics. Some clever spellcasting and superhuman reasoning from Flynn led them past Hayfried's defense system and safely back to his interdimensional lair. Hayfried handed them a smelly root and an ethereal rock. Integral tools to the ritual that would reunite them with their bodies, believe it or not. And he pointed them toward one of the few temples they had not yet checked. If I'm sending you back to Oakenspire, um, I would assume new gods, um, Emriel. But you'd have to find someone who's been studying and practicing for 30 years. Amriel, the new god of nature and usurper of Shreya's idol, Ilduria, would be the provider of their relief but not before they attended a trance-like prayer circle. Flynn and Shreya both took part, but their experiences were very different. Who are you? Hi, I'm Flynn Fellowweave. Who are you? No, I'm Flynn Fellowweave, and you can see he reaches his hand out to the side. <laughs> his sword apparates into his hand. I hold my hand up with the tattoos. He holds his hand up with the tattoos. What's my mom's name? Nora. What's my dad's name? Audrey. Where are we? I was going to ask you the same thing. I just sat down and then I was standing here. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Why'd you let that sheep die? <sighs> Why'd you let it die? Just a sheep. You want me to get you another sheep? I can get you another sheep. No, I really want to fight you. You're going to lose. I tap my sword, rub fire across it and attack him. And as he stumbles back, you sort of let go of your sword okay. in his chest. And as he falls back, he still has the sword in his chest. And he looks down at it. And he rips it out of his chest, taking the sword out, moving it, maneuvering it right above his heart, looks at you. 
you're so weak. And he plunges the sword into his what? chest and completely disappears. Where were you just now, right before this moment? I was sitting down. But before that? I was walking into the temple. No, before that? We were an oak inspire. Ugh. <laughs> I, put my head in my, I put my head in my hands. <laughs> and as soon as you open your eyes to look back, it's not you anymore standing there. You see a wood elf woman, a woman with this long braided hair. You see tattoos going down her face and down onto her arms. You see a cloak with fur over her shoulders and a raven perched on top of her right one. Are you still me in a different form? Who are you? I'd say the answer to that is yes, from a certain point of view. What brought you to this place? You did. Do you know this place? Long ago, I used to. Do you feel at home here? Not anymore. Why have you appeared before me? Like I said, you brought me here. Just as you bring me everywhere you go. They approached Joy, the resident cleric of the temple, and caught her up on events. I'm Alma. Um, but I'm not Alma. And when, uh, and when she <laughs> says Alma, I'm just gonna like wave from the back. <laughs> um, um you, you noticed the arm. Yeah, this is Kellek's arm. That's my arm. Okay. Um, and 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 Kellek. Yeah, he 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 goes to one of your brother temples, uh, but they're not able to help us, and we were hoping maybe you could help us with a little um switch a ruby. How long have you been doing this for? <laughs> Joy led them to a special chamber where she would return their consciousnesses to their rightful place, but to do so would bring about the wrath of the wind itself. They did battle in their swapped bodies. <laughs> Shraya. Yes. It's her turn. Oh, it's my turn. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, uh, fairy fire's concentration, so I would have lost the spiders, right? Oh, yeah. Fuck. 15 points of bludgeoning damage. Oh. <laughs> I'm unconscious. Cool. 10 does not hit. Well, I'm there. That's what matters, right? And then I'm going to bonus action, third level, healing word. And I get the max. Oh, I'm nice. Because of the, yeah. Yeah. He doesn't say that. Uh, it's in your it's features. A cleric thing. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Then you know, and that's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what about a cantrip? Could I just cast a firebolt that way instead? Is it? Uh, I don't bonus have action? any. Bonus oh, you don't action. have any bonus action cantrip. <laughs> All right, I'll spend a key point. I'm bringing the spiders back. Welcome back, boys. Sorry about that. Let's get at this one. Yeah. An eleven does not hit. Okay. They both miss. Aww. But All right. They're still my little spider boys. I, I I nodded them with you know like a father. It went okay. That would have been Shraya's body, so I'll walk up to Shraya that I thought was... Cal- I'll touch him, shake him. Shraya, Shraya, you wake up as Flynn is is nudging you awake. Shraya, Kellek? Let's <laughs> <sighs> stretch out my wings. Oh, yes, that's good. Is it you? I uh, plant my staff on the ground and pour myself up onto my feet. I help him if I can. Yes. I feel quite like myself again. Short one. I'll move <laughs> over to Alma's body, or yeah, the next person's body. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll, uh, you know, shake her a little bit. Hey, Alma, you wake up as Flynn is standing over you. <laughs> My knees don't hurt. <laughs> oh, it's good to be back. Oh, speaking of knees, and I'll walk over to 
Metallic's body and shake him. Oh, my knees. <laughs> <sighs> Finally able to breathe for a moment, the party treated themselves to a fancy room that they immediately treated as a personal playground. Celebration is in order. We've got our bodies back. We didn't die. But maybe quiet celebration. Well, and I think uh, perhaps this room is too well put together. I think there might be some changes in order. And I like touch Don't my, break anything, Shrana! I touch my finger to the to the plant, and then I extend my staff up toward the ceiling, and I want to druid craft some like really colorful vines that are want to dangle like across the ceiling that almost have a uh, not not quite like confetti like little spinner helicopter things, but they they sway and they twirl, and there are like little multicolored flowers that are shiny emerging from the vines from the ceiling. Can I do that with Druid? Of course. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. The next morning, they began in earnest their planning stage of their second, third attempted jailbreak, but their leads were scarce. As fate would have it, Hayfried came through once more, sending their way a potential ally. Faraday Peaceblade, does the name Agents of Repair mean anything to you? Hey! <laughs> yeah! Oh, um... Yes. As I used to work in the prison system, and you seem to be wanting to break into a prison, that that is exactly why he contacted me. But Faraday did not work for free, and she would not be bought off by a cheap disappearing sword trick. 125 gold. So you'd betray a country for a bit of gold? Did I say this was my country? Well, he's quite concerned with being a traitor. Makes him unwonder. Do you know what they do to traitors here? We saw. We did. Reluctantly, Faraday led them to a library, paving their way with her military credentials. The blueprints they found were more bad news than good, but they did find hope elsewhere. Once you drink this potion, you can control the size that you want to be within certain parameters. Um, so you can change anywhere between three inches tall to 16 feet tall. What? And once you drink the potion, you have complete control over that size range uh, for the next hour. You can change uh, back and you forth? You can go whatever size you want for an hour? You can be whatever size you want for an hour between three inches and 16 feet. Of all the relevant skills <laughs> Oh my God. The plan was formed. We did come here with the, and I'll hush it, with the idea that Kellick was the going on a, a healing journey and I was a bodyguard Shreya was a oh, wolf. But, 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 and, 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 and he could, he could be, he could be, he could be making sure that all the yeah. prisoners are in good health. We find Timmy. We discover some ailment. Terrible ailment, yes. Uh, it is beyond my power to heal. We look through. <laughs> I understand that Zeta is among their ranks here. Uh, it has to be that I know Zeta is an accomplished From human. the temple of Zeta's temple. Later. Once we get her to Timmy, she realizes that the answer or the, the way to fix Timmy is to take him to her temple. The plan was formed. Well, I know that we were planning on saying Timmy was sick, but I didn't find anything in the library that could help with that. Well, uh, I found uh, there's a, a disease that might fit our, suit our needs. Uh, it's called dream rot. Uh, it wouldn't show any uh, external signs. It's something uh, that would happen to his mind. Uh, his brain would begin to deteriorate and um, he'd go nuts. And uh, that might be enough for us. The plan was warm. In the morning, we can wake up and you can send Timmy a note, a little voice message before we even get there so that he can start acting sick before we even get there. 
And then maybe when we get there, they're like, oh, actually, yeah, there is somebody who's sick. Maybe you can help. I love this plan. Sorry, I'm excited. And then we're like, yeah, yeah, of course we can help them, but we have to do an inspection of all the prisoners. And then we help him. And then we're like, oh, no, 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 I can't help him. We need somebody stronger. Or we need somebody associated with this temple. Um, and then you find out that Zeta's there, and then they treat her, treat her, treat her, treat her. And then we're like, okay, now back to our duties. And we continue to inspect and continue to inspect, and then we find Xavier. And then we somehow get out. The plan was formed, and it was time for an early dinner. But this new partnership remained an uneasy one. It's kind of weird for you to be like, hey, so-and-so sent me here to help you. Also give me, like, all the money you have. <laughs> you know? I did not say give me all the money you had. But I you don't know how much money I have. That is all the money I have. It would be more money than I've ever seen in my life as well. Probably fine if you want to split to find other work, but it's not going to be even near what we could pay you. Alma, take a look around here. Take a look around the walls. Take a look at the people. You see them dining. You see them laughing. You see maybe less in this place, but in other dining establishments. You see beings, creatures, races, people coming together. When you're on the war front, you're treated as a body. But when you step into a tavern, it's your friends, your family. It's a way to build connections. And as ridiculous as it sounds, I would like to one day open a tavern. So you're a mercenary until you can open a tavern and make people happy? It sounds absolutely ridiculous. But after you've been through war and seen the pain and how it tears apart communities, and destroys families and relationships. A tavern is a magical place that brings people together. I've been on the war front. I've treated men that your allies cut down, cut the limbs off of, bombarded with cannon. And I've treated your allies who have been captured. I've repaired them. And I don't seek funds for some hollow attempt at redemption. The thing of value here is Xavier's life. That's what we're preserving. That's all I care about. But I don't know if we need her. March would do it for free. She gets us through the front door. That's it. That's enough. The big day arrived. With not one, but three captives to rescue, our heroes held their collective breaths and strode right through the front gate. Um, I, apologies. All of your documentation is in order. I just, I haven't seen an order for anyone to be coming in the prison today. No one... Well, yes, if they me. let you know in advance... How do they know you're not going to try to hide whatever prisoner you've let uh, go sick? Timmy gave his best performance as a victim of brain rot. My name is Jim, and I used to be a dragon, but then <laughs> I was cursed and made into man. Jim the dragon, then. That's very good. I turned to the guards. It's worse than I thought. And I saw Zayda Malakas, a very, very powerful cleric, uh, who specializes in this specific kind of treatment. Uh, I need her here as urgently as possible. You can hear them whispering back and forth, but <laughs> uh -huh. you can't really discern any of the words. And she walks back out to you and she looks at the guards. She says, this is the most extreme case I've ever seen. <laughs> so far, so good. But there were some wrinkles. As you are going up, you hear more and more clearly with each level. Ah! 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 And in your native tongue, you can start <gasps> to pick out the words. 
in your cage. Scott. Oh, I start going nuts in in the pocket, uh, and again try to get out. <laughs> okay. I'm not gonna let him. <laughs> Here we go again. You jump out, and Oma, you notice, and you go to reach, and he slips through your fingers. And I just stare after him and say, well, I guess Shreya's gone forever, and he's going to wake up in a prison. Good for him. <laughs> Do we all see the mice, the mouse jump out? Yes. As you guys are moving up, there's no way to talk about your pet, Oma. <laughs> Shreya, you jump out, and you land on the platform of level 49. <sighs> Don't worry. You know this to be Tito, the son of your tribe's shaman. I'm going to get you out of here somehow. Imagine things. Imagine the most wild lights of fancy you've ever seen or heard of, and you need to spout that into the air right now. And I can get you out of here. The wind, the wind, and the sky. No, no, crazier than that. It's gotta be, it's gotta be more wild than that. What is the most incredible wild beast you've ever seen? All this is in hushed tones, and as quickly as I can. A creature of gems. Gems, pure gems, blue gems. Louder, louder, blue so they gems. can hear you. I see it. I see it. It's here. I will not be this form any longer, but you must keep doing exactly what you're doing, and you will be out of here soon. And I bonus action wild shape back into the rat. Yeah, you do. Okay. Oh, and they got caught by that Goliath warden from the boat, Barrett Hassel. You know the guy. And as you guys look around, you see six guards, dwarven, in full plate armor, with spears and shields. And right in the middle of them, you see a massive Goliath man. Of course. The warden. <laughs> as he looks to all of you and says, I don't remember ordering an inspection team. Unable to talk their way out, they drew arms. Uh, that's going to be a 15 on Constitution. He fails. Yeah. He is blinded. And as he, as uh, ashes immediately burst uh, in front of his eyes uh, to, to completely blind him, I say, There. Now you're as blind externally as you are internally. Look at this. Waste of a man you've appointed as your leader. Chain them up. Hi, boys. Bonus action summon the sword. (laughs) (laughs) In a completely absurd bout of luck, Olma's wild magic bailed them out of danger yet again. (sighs) I don't like that face. It's either terrible for us or it's terrible for him, and I don't like that. It's terrible for us. No, it's bad for me. Um, Oh. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Saving the day again. You may. God, I fucking hate this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just rip off the bandit. You can cast banishment on any one creature within 60 feet of you. Oh, yeah. They have the most saves still, right? Yeah. Oh, There's yeah. a save. I will look at him and I'll say, get lost. As the warden blinks out of existence. Yeah! But it bought them just enough time to free Xavier. Not a second more. Xavier! Come on, everyone! Get ready for a fight! Olma nearly fell in the effort to save her mentor, scorching Hastel's face in self-defense. And Flynn took a divine smite to the nose from the stalwart lawman. So that uh, for the first attack with his greatsword, that is going to be a 21 to hit. Yeah, that hits. But Xavier had a trick up his sleeve. With the meager components left on Kellick and a fresh feather from Shreya's plumage, the Maverick Mage made marvelous mobility mundane, magically moving multiple mortals miles miraculously. There's a blinding light around you, and the rest of you completely blinded by this white. Savior? As all of a sudden the white recedes, and you feel grass beneath your feet. Yeah. <laughs> they teleported. 
Their mission is success. The party paid the rest of Faraday's fee, and the wayward mercenary, now turned fugitive, took her leave. That was a fun adventure. Couldn't have done it without it. You're right. A compliment from you. I think I enjoy that a lot more than... <laughs> a mere statement of fact. Don't get carried away. <laughs> and I clap him on the back. And I almost fall over. What are you going to do? Well, I guess I will be moving on from Oakenspire a lot sooner than expected. Um, Actually... It is a very lovely season for fishing. I don't know how fishing is out here, but I'm sure you'll catch something. Having achieved one of their longest running pursuits, the party returns depleted yet relieved to Hayfried's domain. But the questions they have for Xavier and Zeta pile so high they threaten to burst through their lips. If Zeta is so powerful, why was she doing grunt work at the temple? And why was she arrested? How did Xavier get captured after all? And what had he learned about Alma's mysterious parentage? What bearing, if any, would this slipshod rescue have on the pursuit of the Red Wolf and his followers? Find out when we return on another episode of Venture Forth. <laughs> <laughs>